0: Broadcasting live from our new state-of-the-art studio in downtown Chicago, it's Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Divas. Hi everyone and welcome to the 8th episode of Tampa 2 Tuesdays live from the Radio DePaul Studios in Chicago, Illinois. My name is Blau Mouse, and this is my co-host Trenton Sito.
1: How are you Trenton? Doing pretty wonderful. We finally sprang forward an hour. We lost an hour of sleep but everything's okay. We're here in the morning. It's okay. The sun is out. The sun's going to be out when we get out of class. Next week is finals. Nothing is okay. How are you Blau? <laughs> Are
0: you sure the sun's gonna
1: be out? Uh, that's my hope. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I'm. I'm doing well. Um, it's going to. It's been a busy time, and it's gonna get even busier with finals coming up. This could. This is probably gonna be our last show before the end of the quarter. So. How sad is that? I mean, we've done good. I mean, this is our eighth episode, and we both had no expectations come into this, and this is. Been a lot of fun working on it with you.
1: Yeah, and you know the the NFL news never stops. So no, it's just going to f- keep
0: uh, it's going to keep getting more and more with the draft coming up. Right, draft free agency.
1: So next next quarter, whatever day, whatever time slots we get, we're going to have still a ton of stuff to talk about. So looking yeah. forward to it.
0: Speaking of stuff to talk about, the uh, biggest thing that's been going on right now is the new CBA proposal that has been being discussed between the players and the owners and it's been a lot of back and forth going on a lot of deadlines changing because of the different votes that have to take place and so what are your overall thinking of what's happened so far
1: i mean i think it's always just going to be like mixed feelings on it from the players you know there's going to be some players who are incredibly happy with it there's going to be some who are not so happy with it i think Aaron Rodgers was one of the ones who was uh complaining about just part how of the ori- yeah. yeah the
0: original agreement yes but there've been changes there've been a few changes since then. that was about a week that was about two weeks ago when he voiced his it's a, like any negotiating process there is um there's a lot of back and forth between both sides in this case it's the owners and the players so, this new deal is once it goes into effect and it's voted on, it'll be valid for the next eleven years
1: and that'll be big because um they won't have to negotiate another one. they won't have to go through all of this again for a while
0: no this is this is always more um rough time mm-hmm. when it comes down to any union negotiations. Uh, One of the biggest things in here are uh, let's see, let's dive through what the proposal is. It's So one of the bigger things that was in there was the 17th game. Right. So that's one of the um, things players are debating on and in return for the 17th game basically they're going to be getting Players in return are getting two additional active roster spots. So I think right now the current number is 46 out of 53 players can be active. So that would make it 48. Um, you can miss as many as five days of the offseason program and still earn the full offseason workout bonus. Uh, training camp padded practices are down to 16 from 28 and they'll be limited to two and a half hours down from three and if a player can't play in the season after he's injured he'll receive a hundred percent of his salary up to two million compared to the current 50 percent and a maximum of 1.2 million all and right so yeah so there's a lot there's a lot going on here and when you were mentioning Rodgers um, he says that a lot of players should, um, take a firmer, there should be a firmer stance on revenue sharing between the owners and the players and the player safety. And he was also saying that nobody ever wanted a 17 game season going, in my opinion, that's going to uh, make or break thing when it comes down to this deal, it's going to be where they end up on 17 game season.
1: Right, and you said in in previous weeks of this show that you thought it was primarily the the owners who wanted that. Oh yeah, at there's no, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's they just no want the they just want the money, the revenue that comes in from those games. I
0: mentioned how many more seats you're gonna sell, uh, the TV ads, the broadcasting deals, all that stuff. It's all a business. So. There's no financial benefit. Mm, mm, no, actually, there is a. There might be a little financial benefit to the players, but because they're playing one other game, which but is they can. Kind of yeah, but then is, is the it risk wor- worth exactly, it? Exactly, right? that's what I was trying to get to. Is that that's not worth it enough to um, put your body on the line for another game, another sixty minutes, another potential seventy plays a game type of situation. So it's going to be interesting. I think they're voting on Saturday,
1: this Saturday.
0: They have and the vote goes in, and they have until eleven fifty nine p.m. Eastern time to vote. And so, and part of this is that they're negotiating. I think they're adding a thing, but adding another two playoff, two playoff games, which I would. Prefer, I would no prefer, sorry, playoff teams, not games, which I could take. I could take seven seeds as opposed to six. It would help, it would have helped us out a few years ago. (laughs) It, yeah, in multiple situations when we have been on the bubble, but I think if you go
1: even further back, it would have helped out the Browns, too.
0: Could have the Browns would have made the playoffs the first time in like twenty years. All right, so let's continue on with our ongoing saga of where is Tom Brady going to land?
1: Uh, uh nobody knows, and that is exactly what Tom Brady said. Um, that nobody knows anything is the. Uh, exact quote um you know i don't i don't see him going anywhere other than the patriots you know we said this before exactly uh i think now there's been news about tom brady possibly going to the 49ers with him and jimmy garoppolo swapping spots uh there was always the talk before that bill belichick liked garoppolo more than brady but honestly i don't know how much of this might be true. It might just be some owner throwing around <laughs> ideas. I I really don't know. The
0: logic on that doesn't even make sense, though. Because like, why would you bring Garoppolo back after you sent him away? And the Forty ers are dumb enough to let to let go of their
1: their franchise quarterback. Their
0: franchise quarterback who just guided them to a Super Bowl, right? No, that doesn't work. And both of them, Brady's not going to San Francisco. I mean, it's his hometown team. He grew up there, but he's not going to play there. Um, Again, he's staying in New England. That is my opinion. I've said that every day, and nothing has led me to believe that he will not. Until the day Tom Brady puts on another jersey and runs through another team's tunnel, he is going to remain a New England Patriot. Even Um, if he
1: pulls in Antonio Brown and... uh, ends up with a team and never plays a snap with them goes somewhere else
0: <laughs> That would uh
1: He did play a snap though.
0: He did Antonio, Antonio Brown not, f- one not game. for
1: not for the Raiders, did he?
0: No, training camp he did. He did training camp. I thought you meant the Patriots. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, 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 he did play one game with them, caught a touchdown.
1: Right. But um Yeah, I remembered there was a a YouTuber who did football highlights and they had uh All of Antonio Brown's touchdowns with the Patriots. And (laughs) it was like a a 30 second video of just that. And I'm like, okay, that's cool.
0: ESPN put an interesting article up. They had their different insiders put together potential deals that potential teams could um, ask of him, uh, could present to Brady. So the offer that they. Came up with that the Patriots should ask him would be a five-year deal worth 125 million dollars, 25 million per year, uh, guaranteed money at signing 37.5 million in total guaranteed 50, and over three years he would make 75 million. That is the potential Patriots offer that ESPN came up with. What are your any thoughts on that?
1: I don't know how many years Tom Brady Tom is going to keep playing. He's what forty two, forty two now. Um, he's I mean, he said think before he was
0: in three Super Bowls in a row. Just not. I mean, last year was a down year, but the years before three years in a row. It's been a Super Bowl.
1: Right, but I mean, age hits you real quick for Peyton Manning. You know, he had that incredible record-setting season. Then after that, he just dropped off. Of course, that might be injury.
0: He was hurt that year. And mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, then also, he was always had that neck injury that he was been dealing with. So Manning was never – he had a great year in 2013 where he f- threw for like f- 55 touchdowns, and that was, that was great. And over 5,000 yards. But then the year that he um, – last won the Super Bowl and then retired after that. He was hurt for a good portion of the year. That's what we got to see Brock Osweiler, who was a was a fad. He did not perform well at all. I mean, he did, he did for the portion of the time that he played for them and allowed the Broncos to be in that position, but he didn't the, do anything after that. The
1: big contract with the Texans that sort of oh, fell forgot through. About that. And, yeah. then, and then he ended up going back to the Broncos and playing for a stretch and now he's retired. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then the uh they came up with an offer for the Chargers. Oh, okay. 2 years, 64 million, 32 million a year fully guaranteed at signing. Oh. And since a two year pay, it's a 2-year it's a 2-year contract, so 2-year mm-hmm. payout just 64. Yeah. This is their potential offer that they're making for the Chargers. Let me read through the couple other ones, the Bucks, three years, 102, and uh, total guaranteed 68 million. And so it's three years, 102 million, total guaranteed 68 million. Um, last one. Last one is the, Bron- is the Titans, sorry. Four years, 112 <laughs> million. And twenty-eight million per year,
1: sixty million guaranteed. I thought when you, I thought you were gonna say Broncos, and I'm like, John, always looking for another veteran quarterback.
0: No, they're also they're listed on this uh, on this article as teams that could um, potentially just pass on Brady and go for him. I scrolled down to the end and I saw the Broncos' name, but um, so those are. Potential deals that people have projected and decided to work together for different teams. Any any of those seem likely to you? I Just in terms of numbers or just the teams that are floating, that have been floated as potential candidates?
1: I feel like if anything other than the Patriots, it would be the Titans. I think the Bucks were rumored to be interested in Bridgewater. Uh, the Chargers have a... They drafted somebody last year, didn't they? And then they could potentially draft another quarterback this year. I think last year they drafted a guy, real tall, like 6'6 kind of figure, like Easton Stick
0: or something. I do not know. I will figure that out.
1: All right, while you're looking that up, yeah, I think the Titans would make the most sense um, simply because they've got Ryan Tannehill and – you know, Tannehill didn't exactly play well in those playoff games. They have a great running attack. Uh, I just feel like that's the better fit for Brady.
0: Yeah, you're right. They drafted Easton Stick, North Carolina, North Dakota State quarterback in the fifth round of last year's draft. Okay, yeah. I don't know anything about him because I don't know enough about college football to see how... Um, he would, but whoever steps into that role has big shoes to fill. Even though Philip Rivers wasn't always the best quarterback out there, he was—he was—he was the guy. You, he, yeah. yeah, exactly. He was been there since two thousand four, and like so just to have that kind of consistency and stability, even though you haven't um, performed to the highest level your whole career, and he's respected in the town, so. Whoever comes in is going to have big shoes to fill.
1: Who else was from uh, North Dakota? Was Carson Wentz out of North Dakota as well? Could have been. I know he was from uh, somewhere kind of small, not known for football too much. Or or is North Dakota? I don't know. I'm not a college football fan either. So. No, yeah, you're
0: right. <laughs> I think he, he did go to North Dakota
1: State. Okay. I just... I just remember that from Bleacher Report's Gridiron Heights videos. <laughs>
0: Alright,
1: one last thing on Brady. Brady just started a
0: Hollywood production company. Oh. So at least we know he's going to Hollywood. <laughs> That's, we know one thing, at least. He's going to Hollywood. Um, which is perfect. I don't have any issue with this. It's The name of the company is called 199 Productions. Which is a play on his um, pick n- uh, number that he was in the draft back in 2000. He was the 199th overall pick in the 2000 draft. And he is going to be working with the Russo brothers. Oh, to from, from Avengers.
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's interesting. So, So Tom Brady will go from being a Patriot to an Avenger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, nice job, Trent. Um, yeah, he's going to he's gonna be working with them, and the Rooster Brothers are big football fans. So, this is a great opportunity for him. I don't know exactly what they, what type of content yet they will be making, but it will be fun to see if um what they come up with. It'll be uh, let's see, what is this? say here. Yeah, um it's I don't know, I honestly. And it's gonna be just fun to see what um he comes up with and at least he has a plan for the next step of his career. It's kinda like what Kobe took, you know I Kobe decided to go to Kobe won an Oscar just like two years after finishing his playing career. So it's nice to see these people are already thinking about the future, even though Brady still has many good years left playing.
1: Do you remember that one commercial with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning as uh, football cops? And then they're they're going and they're hitting people with footballs.
0: Was it one of the direct TV commercials? Because I remember them in those. It
1: might have been. I don't know.
0: I don't remember the specific one. I just
1: I, I imagine Tom Brady... Tom Brady doing something like that, like a,
0: <laughs> a hey, he could
1: be an actor, <laughs> a football cop show.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he's a producer or an actor in the future. He's got he can do whatever he wants. He's Tom Brady. He's got a
1: lot of money. <laughs> exactly,
0: and he's uh. about to get more. <laughs> oh, that's true. All right, so um, we may have discussed this in the last show, but we uh, the broadcasting situation. Romo got his new deal. So then ESPN, who was trying to lure him into. Their booth had to shift course, and apparently, they wanted to trade for Al Michaels, the famous CBS. I mean, sorry, NBC. NBC broadcast with a uh, broadcaster who broadcasts Sunday Night Football with Chris Collinsworth. And I mean, broadcasters have been always changing networks throughout. I think Al Michaels used to even be on ABC, ESPN back in the day. So they change all the time. It is like it is like a team, like a sports team. You do move around, but apparently they weren't successful because it just came out this morning that NBC rejected their quote-unquote trade offer.
1: Right. Um, and that would have been an interesting duo with Al Michaels and Peyton Manning in a, in a booth together.
0: Yeah. I mean, what are the chances Manning still goes in there?
1: Oh, that's... That's interesting. Like, was that a deal breaker for him, you think, that th- they could get Al Michaels? I think Manning was offered a place bef- before, but Manning declined because he wanted to do he, well, he wanted to figure out his life.
0: Well, Manning was offered the CBS role, but then he took too long to respond, apparently, and so they stuck with Romo. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, I think he's willing to. They're one thing is for sure that ESPN needs to shake up their broadcast booth. It was fun when it was Mike Tirico, Ron Jaworski, and John Gruden. That was a fun group. Even Mike Tarico and John Gruden was a fun group. But the group that they have now is not fun. <laughs> they're making fun of them more than they're... People are making fun of them more than they're...
1: Than more they, than they're watching the game.
0: More than they're watching the game or that they're... um. Even respecting the guys, in the booth, right? It's um, Booger makes fun of himself all the time, and just the analysis from Joe, what is it Testator? Yeah, his analysis is is all right. I mean, his enthusiasm levels aren't that great. I mean, you we're in a world going back to it again, but that we're in a world where Tony Romo can predict the plays before it even happens. Now, Michaels and Chris Collins would have that type of chemistry that is perfect with each other. We got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman that have been a staple in the Fox booth forever, and now we just have e- these guys on ESPN,
1: right? And honestly, i've I've been watching plenty of XFL football, and even those announcers are. Better than, what <laughs> better than what's going on on Monday Night Football ESPN. Now, if they
0: are able to get Peyton Manning in, that automatically brings an upgrade because people want to tune in to see... Peyton Manning. Peyton the big Manning. name. Big exactly. name, yeah. Um, and that's also probably why they're having trouble getting him in. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if Peyton Manning can improvise well on the spot, though. I feel like a lot of... His humor is from from script, whether it was doing, uh, what was it? Did he do the NFL honors night opening monologue at some point? He that didn't
0: was host it. He's been a part of some of their mm, uh, intros and bits that they've mm-hmm. had going on. He's hosted SNL a few to- a couple of times as well. So, I mean, Manning's a funny guy. I mean, there have been stories of, I'll go on one thing because it's on my I know of it just because I'm a fan of Jay Cutler Cutler was at the Pro Bowl uh, early in his career and he Manning is known to be a prankster so what he did is he (laughs) took his phone out and took his took Cutler's phone away from him like kind of pit pocketed and took it away and then pushed him into the pool as a (laughs) prank in a way just. I don't know the exact details, but just the rough idea that happened. But also, Manning didn't know that Cutler's a diabetic and has diabetes things with him. Oh. Like, a things was a machine. I don't know what this is called. I probably should have known that. But that got destroyed by the water. Oh. But Manning's always been known as a prankster. There's a video uh, around NFL.com or just in the internet in general of Manning's pranks. And so I'm going on a rant on Manning and his comedies. Cause, but I think he'll be fine to improv on it. And his analysis, he's one of the smartest person to have ever played the game. And he lives and breeds football. And he's been away for a while now. So I think it's, it'll be fun to get a fresh taste. And hopefully ESPN can fix their broadcasting situation.
1: <laughs> hopefully he's looking to get back into the game. That's right.
0: So we don't know the schedule yet for the season. We know the teams that everyone's going to be playing, and we don't even know the preseason schedule yet, I believe.
1: But what we do know is
0: that the Hall of Fame game has been announced, which is going to be played in Canton, Ohio, with the Cowboys and the Steelers.
1: Do you ever watch the Hall of Fame game?
0: I do watch the Hall of Fame. It's the first game of football all year. I mean, it means nothing, and the starters don't play, but that's just like Mm -hmm. any other preseason game. But I like this matchup because of the people who are being inducted in the Hall of Fame. You have Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cowher, both now Hall of Fame coaches. Johnson for the Cowboys, Cowher for the Steelers. So it just makes sense that that's how they're playing. And that's usually how they set these games up. I remember a couple years ago, they had the Bears and the Ravens playing because of Erlacher and Ray Lewis were both getting inducted that weekend. So that's how they choose these games, I believe. And, uh, I mean, not the winner matters, but it's nice that we are going to have football.
1: Football is football. That's right. I and mean, it's not XFL football. I mean, XFL is good. XFL is solid. But well, yeah. we'll let you
0: well, well, get to that point in a, in a minute. <laughs> so the game's going to be on Thursday, August 6th in Canton.
1: Uh, that's... It feels early, but also that's around the time that it usually is. And it's also so. the
0: – it's not really – I mean, it is, but it isn't, like, part of preseason. Right. It's just an extra it's game. Because the extra game. Mm-hmm. These teams get to play five games. Everyone else plays four.
1: Yeah. And they're not always happy about playing an extra game. But also, it's just, like – the undrafted free agents or the, the draft picks that are playing. Not no, really yeah, the they, they, they need it. They're
0: not going yeah. to play the starters. No one ever plays the starters yeah. in the Hall of Fame game.
1: So it's just more film for those other guys to hopefully make a team somewhere.
0: Or stay with or the a, team they're yeah, on. Yeah, that too. Um, I remember a couple of years ago that they had to cancel the Hall of Fame game because the condition of oh, yeah, the field bad. was Oh, yeah, the field was. I don't know how that happens, but, yeah, that was just a side note. Um. Let's see. Is there anything else that we should
1: discuss? We could talk real quick about two uh, things happening here with players. 16-year veteran safety Mike Adams has retired. Uh, he was, well, 16 seasons. He's been around a long for a time. while. Yeah. Um, Mike Adams, he was with uh, the Panthers when they went to the Super Bowl? Or is that a different player? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah.
0: No, that is a long time ago.
1: Yeah, Mike Adams. Which when
0: when when did they? Which year? Because the Panthers went in two thousand three, and they went in twenty fifteen.
1: Hmm. Oh no, he wasn't part of their Super Bowl squad in twenty fifteen. Unless Mike Adams.
0: No, he. No, he didn't. He went undrafted in 2004, so he wasn't part of it. He didn't go on either of them then.
1: Uh, yeah, in 2015, he was with the Colts. Colts, okay. Yeah, so he never made it onto the Super Bowl team. He was just, he happened to make it to the Panthers in 2017. Mm-hmm. And then 2018, and then 2019, he was with the Houston Texans. But anyways, good for him. Long career, undrafted guy. Wonderful story. Uh, Austin mm-hmm. Eckler, Chargers running back, signed a four-year, $24.5 million extension, which means Chargers might not be looking to bring back Melvin Gordon, which I think makes sense. He held out last year too, right? Mm-hmm. He held out. Didn't work out well for him. Austin Eckler played in his place and did real well, so good, good for
0: him. Goes to show you they should never hold out.
1: Yeah, hopefully the Bears don't pick up Melvin Gordon. <laughs> I agree. I don't think the Bears have the money to pick up Melvin Gordon.
0: No, we got to restructure a lot of money around and, and free up some cap space. Yeah. It's all like a logistical puzzle you have to figure out because you can transfer money over to signing bonuses. or You can transfer money over to uh, other sources of ways of reorganizing and restructuring contracts to free up salary cap space. So it'll be interesting how things go on. Free agency search next week.
1: Ooh. And so we probably will not be able to cover that until next our next show, whenever that may be. Yeah. Either two weeks, three weeks from now, depending on how the, the quarter starts and if we still have a school because maybe they'll cancel it due to COVID-19. Who knows? I doubt it, but... I'm getting a, a look from the... <laughs> the the studio office over here that says, uh, "panic," but panic. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: that's not. Uh, I doubted, but all right. So I think that's a good way to end the show. This was with <laughs> panic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, who okay. panic.
0: So uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to uh, Tampa Two Tuesdays. We will, as we said, we don't know when we'll be back, but we will be back at some point in the next few weeks uh my name is blah malik and this is
1: trenton Seto.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening
1: thanks for listening everybody make sure to wash your hands everybody be safe and uh yeah we'll see you next quarter have a wonderful tuesday a oh!
0: broadcasting live from our new state-of-the-art studio in downtown chicago it's radio depaul sports the student voice of your DePaul Blue Dean.